Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Learn more about what goes in your cart and where you can drop off plastic bags. Remember, to do recycling right, there should be no plastic bags in your recycling cart. Learn more at mydoright.com. Welcome back to Morning Mayhem. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream rise to the top for you. In the Oaklawn Racing Casino and Resort Studio. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! Here is David Basil, Roger Scott, and Justin Moore. All right, it is uh, Wednesday. It's time for former Razorback head coach and college football analyst, Houston Nutt. Brought to you by Reed's Metals of Benton, where you can buy direct and save on a new pole barn, metal roof for steel building. Online at reedsmetals.com. And now, here's Houston. Ooh, hello. Wednesday, 906, uh, 706 rather, uh, on the... Uh, Morning Mayhem Show, uh, and the one and only Houston Nutt joins us now. Good morning, Houston. How are you? Good morning. Doing good. How about you guys? Great. Going to be a, a big week for you. I alluded to it earlier. This Friday night, you're going into the uh, U of A Hall of Honor. Uh, you know, something probably should have been done a long time ago. I don't know why it took you this long to get in, but excited about that. And uh, also, Thursday night, uh, the premiere of Resurgence. We talked about this last week and how cool of a documentary that uh, Hogs Plus has put out, and that's the only place you can get it is Hogs Plus. So, going to be a big week for you. It, it is. It is. Well, very humbled about it, and Really looking forward to seeing a lot of former players that are going to be there. I've already had a lot of calls and uh, emails from a lot of guys that said they're going to be there, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to try my best to get by there myself, Houston. Uh, who else? Do you know off, off the top of your head who else is going with in with you? And any other names? How about Felix Jones? Oh, my gosh. That's Woo! outstanding. Woo! Well, that's how cool is that? Uh, that, that? I'm so excited about that. Uh, to be right there standing next to that young man, and uh, I'm, I'm 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 pumped up. I was watching some film the other day because obviously we have DMAC now uh, on Thursdays. Used to have Houston and DMAC back to back days on uh, Morning wow. Mayhem. Uh, but watching how fast, you know, we, obviously you had the greatest player to ever play up there, make the argument, you know, Darren McFadden. But I'm telling you, Felix Jones averaged almost eight yards a carry, which I think is still the record and is one of the tops nationally. And uh, he was, you know, he just was overshadowed by, by the great Darren McFadden. He was a, an unbelievable running back himself. He was so good, David. Uh, he had the ability to make the first guy miss, but I mean, he was so quick. And I tell you, he was so good on kickoff returns. He was he was very patient, and he he would really let the blocking take take care of, let everybody get one. And boy, he'd hit a crease, and you could just see the speed. And and there's nothing like speed. This this guy is a, a awesome teammate too. And that's that's what you love the most. He he was so unselfish. Both Darren. And Felix were, of course, very good friends. But very rarely do you see uh, teammates that want to block for one another. Uh, they they love playing with one another, and they were just so unselfish. And they're just uh, just great players. You know, he was when you know it was deceptive. I I don't think people realized how fast he was. Almost like Matt Jones or two. You look at the film and go, he he's people have the angle on him. He still outruns him down the sideline for seventy yards. And it, it was sort of what we saw with Isaiah Satania uh this weekend for Arkansas. You see you just see that kid, he's a track athlete, obviously he's he's the fastest kid on the on the team. And when you put that on the field, his feet just move faster than and you can see it. He just moves fast so all it takes is a crease and he's gonna get yardage. Speed is a beautiful thing. You know, we always do that. <laughs> Speed is, you know, speed kills and all that, but uh, I, it's so true. And when you when you have a difference maker that you put the ball in their hands and you let them go, uh, it, it's just it's just fun to watch and it, and it keeps you on the field. I mean, when you when you can move chains and when you think a would be tackler, oh, he's going he's going to be down there and and they got not you took a bad angle. You took one. <laughs> that's a great feeling. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's great. He's going to be there, and I'm I'm glad so many of of your uh, players are going to be there. That'll be a, a special night for sure, uh, Hogs. That will be the second game. I was going to ask you too, because you've been doing CBS for so long. When's the last time you've been in Fayetteville for a game? This is going to be the first time. How about this, David? I've never been to a tailgate. I'm looking forward to that. Wow. Tailgate. Wow. Time. 
hadn't been back uh, to Arkansas for a game because, you know, you know, for 12, 11 years, started the 12th year. I, I did a couple of shows in the previews for this season. And so this is going to be the first time How about uh, that, that I've been game so looking forward to it wow. you know you know it just hit me thinking about that i was thinking i know you'd been obviously in the, the the tv and I, I was trying to think how much you know and at the time when you were finished you know the last thing you, you probably needed, wanted to do was go up to fatville yeah. you know yeah. but it is you're going to enjoy it i think uh you know you're going to feel the love man i think you, you're going to really enjoy it. and the good thing it's a good three deal. o'clock kickoff so you got all day to tailgate mm-hmm. and walk around and see the things that you didn't get to see now obviously you you were there as a student for a while and a coach and so but it's changed, you know. The world said that campus has changed, that that stadium has changed, tailgating has changed. So you're going to really enjoy that. You're so not going to have a chance to do anything if you walk through there. Yeah. It's going to take you and the three hours to walk <laughs> ten feet. It's going to be exciting. that'll be awesome though for the Roger, fans. Roger, I'm trying to find some food. I want to see who really can who really can tailgate. Okay. I, and I, I kind of judge by the tailgating because. I would smell sometimes, you know, walking through the walk, I'd smell a woo. Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, good is, for you. That is exciting. That's you won't good go stuff. hungry. I do want to thank Reed's Medals for sponsoring Houston yeah. uh, each week. Thanks to the, those fine folks um, at Reed's. I uh, did want to ask, uh, the first game, you know, Arkansas comes out, wins 56-13. to 13. Uh, only, you know, only question marks. You see a lot of good things. Obviously, four different receivers catch touchdown passes. Uh, four different inter, uh, defensive players had interceptions. Didn't run the ball as effectively and uh, didn't quite put, as, uh, didn't put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Things that you can correct. But uh, from what, what was your perspective of, of watching game one? Well, there's, of course, there's nothing like winning. That was your whole goal. Right. You want to be one enough. And so, K.J. Jefferson, when you have an experienced quarterback, uh, to me, it gives you a leg up. So, yep, yep. I thought he was really good when you look at look at some of the plays that he made. Receivers, as you mentioned, look good. But that's the good thing about Coach uh, Coach Pittman now. can go in that room uh, and probably started on Sunday or whenever they first met back. But, hey, we, we won the ball game. That, that was great. But here's what we're going to get better. Yep. Uh, we're we're going to get this running game better. We're going to do do these things better, and and to me, that's where uh, you you can you can get on and really coach hard about the things that you didn't accomplish. And isn't it amazing though when you look at the names? You know, we didn't know these names in the summertime, or I didn't. Yep. Y'all probably did much better than I did. But you look around the world, this transfer portal. I mean, it's just the way <laughs> of the world. Yeah, we have a world, man. That that you look at the teams. Uh, you know, just the 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 defensive backs for Arkansas. Yep. Yeah, I didn't know who they were, but <laughs> yes. uh, you know, they look, whenever, whenever you start to see some of when you get turnovers, uh, man, that that's a great habit now. You bet. And yeah. when you pick the ball on offense, you take it away on defense, keep that habit going. But man, you look around the country, Duke, no. Florida State. Yep. You look at these guys; they're new names. These names are they're pretty good. Let's uh, speaking of uh, obviously the story nationally is Deion Sanders and what they did uh, week one uh, going to Fort Worth and beating TCU a team that was a twenty one point favorite and was in the national championship game last year. What, what do you stand on on what Deion's done over there and and his style and um, uh, eighty six transfer guys there? It, it basically he just cre- he brought in a whole new team. <laughs> I wonder what that would be like to just. You just say, okay, you guys are out. <laughs> yes. Oh, you guys, put your name in the transfer portal. I got some guys coming in. And it's not, I guess he had, what, 70-something new players. But I tell you what you got to do. You got to give it to him. You got to give it to him because nobody predicted that, guys. Yeah, Everybody yeah. said, see, you going to just dominate them. There's no way Colorado's going to win. And you can tell by the first kickoff, the mindset that he has these guys in. There's there's something about setting that tone where every single player, you know, there might have been a little doubt at the start of the game, but boy, I tell you what, by that second quarter there wasn't any doubt. You know, because it, yeah. everyone was flying around. Yeah, Houston. The one thing is that thing they had th- their three best players were better than anybody TCU had. The, the obviously the quarterback, which is Deion's son, the, the, uh, is it uh, Travis Hunter, who was the number one overall recruit. He, you know, he never came off the field on both sides of the ball. And then you had that freshman running back, who you know everybody had the angle on him. He just outran everybody. So. 
you know, he, Dion did that. Dion, you remember, he said, I'm a game changer. I was a game changer when I played. When you have exceptional athletes like that, if you just get a little bit of blocking and get those three guys out in space, uh, and then, of course, they, you know, they, they did play as great a defense. You obviously gave a lot of points, but it's going to be fun to watch this year. It'll be fun to watch. And he has those playmakers. And, and well, you can tell, uh, you look you look at this Dylan Edwards, this guy. Yeah, it's him. Uh, and they thought they had two you know, angles on this guy. He kind of hesitates a little bit, then hits that gear, like we're talking about with Felix. It, it's amazing. It's amazing to watch. But TCU guys, I thought, nothing taking not taking anything away from Colorado, but TCU for being a championship game last year, well, you can tell now they're 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 missing some pieces now. They're missing some pieces, so especially on defense. And I'm 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 curious to see how they how they. How they keep going now in the, in the Big Twelve? Well, speaking about notable brands, you know LSU, who I think is still a great football team. They got whipped physically in the second half. Uh, FSU is back. Mike Norvell's done a good job there, and so you know everybody's you know beating their chest. SEC, crap, you know ACC, <laughs> you know Florida State, and then you look what Duke did to, to Clemson. Man, it's uh, I you know it's just not the is is no is the norm. It's not going to be the norm this year. I think already we've seen it in week one. How about how about Pac twelve? They're like thirteen and zero. Yeah, They're one of their teams. Yeah, They're thirteen and zero. ACC's almost. I think they maybe lost one or two, but uh, no. Uh, LSU's defensive line. I mean, they they look really good. I, did y'all hear uh, Coach Kelly in the pregame when he was mic'd up? Did y'all happen to hear that? Which which what? what uh, I heard some of it. I heard him talking to Norvell, but I didn't hear anything besides that. So he was he was talking to another coach, and he said, "You know, we're gonna." We got to really manage the crowd with their partition. Uh, they got more. I heard that. To the, I, I, I'm thinking, well, manage the crowd. There's only one way you manage the crowd. You got to manage your team. And I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I couldn't figure out exactly what he was trying to say before the game. But uh, to me, Florida State was the much more physical football team, as you said, David. Well, that second or third quarter, boy, it was to me, it was Florida State. Now, Justin Krause used to work for us at Arkansas at Ole Miss. He's a recruiting coordinator. And he told me this summer, I think we got the best receivers in America. They can't stop us in practice. And now I see what he was talking about with the, with the young man that transferred from Michigan State. What yeah. was the name? Campbell something? Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Bart went on the 50-50 balls. Uh, yep. He made everybody uh, <laughs> learn. It's just my ball. It's not your ball. It's my ball. <laughs> He did. Uh, if, uh, you're listening to Houston Up, brought to you by Reed's Metals. Yeah, it's you know, th- you know, a lot of times we don't have these kind of big stories in week one, so that's why it was sort of exciting. And you're right, you know, you mentioned at, at Pac-12, uh, Oregon, I think won seventy to, I mean seventy one, and I mean, and they got that Bo Nix transfer from Auburn. And uh, did you see anything else in the SEC? Obviously, Florida already. They're already talking about maybe doing a Chad Morris. And, uh, and and buying out Billy Napier. How about that? That's week two. They they did not look good, uh, Houston. I mean, it almost reminds yeah. me of, of what Frank Broyles did, and uh, after the Citadel is that we can't afford to go any longer. We can't get by. We can't get behind the eight ball. We got to. I got to make the move now. We're in the SEC. Uh, but I don't know if Coach does that voice trigger you in any way. <laughs> no question about it. Great job, baby. But uh, yeah, what about those Gators? That really a horrible start for. For them too, it, it, it's got to be one of the worst feelings if you're on a staff and you have to go back up there Sunday. If there's a there's a just a terrible feeling in your gut uh, with the performance, first performance, and man, you got a long way to go. And now the, the, here comes the noise, and the noise is going to get very very loud until you. There's only one cure, and there's only one cure, and it's it's win. Oh, and I don't. I don't know. I don't know how you got a lot of lot of flaws, a lot of holes at different areas. So, my goodness, I just thought you were going to say cowbell. No, I see. So we got two things, Josh. We got to get. We got to get used to saying that uh, there's only one cure, and that's winning. And the other one, he said something about speed. Whatever, you, what you said about speed earlier, uh, which is exactly right. Hey, I was going to ask you, Houston. We haven't mentioned it yet, Roger. We saw this gentleman walking into Arkansas Urology uh, uh, about a month or two ago, but uh, former Arkansas Tech star uh, Eddie Metter. Uh, died at age 86 in Houston. He was a guy 
that was an all-star at Arkansas Tech and then was uh, was drafted in 1959, had 160 starts for the Rams, selected the Pro Bowl six times, uh, 46 interceptions, five of them returned for touchdowns. Uh, and I know they were trying their best to get him into the Hall of Fame yeah. and didn't get it done. But, you know, sometimes, Houston, you, listen, you're from this, this state. You, you recognize and appreciate all the guys that went before us. I see guys like that and uh, – you know, you just got to give it up. You know, they didn't have social media, didn't have all the TV stations and coverage, and yet here was a guy from Little Arkansas Tech that goes to the to the Rams and and turns into a six time uh, Pro Bowler. Yeah. Oh wow, that's awesome! Awesome. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, yeah, go ahead. I love hearing about I love hearing about guys like that. You know that as you said, didn't quite have all the publicity, all the social media, but. You know that they they were players and, and were were awesome athletes. Uh, yesterday, Houston, we had thirteen hundred people. Uh, it's a shadow of the record of attendance for the Touchdown Club for Peyton Manning. Wow. He was so good. It was interesting. Uh, he he we, I made a joke with him on stage that I'd heard that when he came to Arkansas one time and signed a football, he signed it by Peyton Manning four and zero. Of course, you know what the four and zero stood for. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Now you, I do. so that was those were all Danny Ford teams, and uh, I made the mention ninety five. His trip up to Fayetteville, we threw for almost four hundred yards. Was his coming out party nationally? Then he goes to the ninety seven. Roger, he talked about War Memorial. Yep. They were down, uh, and you had Clint, and I think in that game, in that 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 last game in ninety seven, and they had to score. They're down the fourth quarter, twenty two seventeen. They're number five in the country. Uh, they do win it. Uh, and then you come in the following year. But, uh, man, what an impressive dude he is. Uh, Houston, I don't know if you've spent much time around him, but, man, he's uh, on all levels, he's, he's just really a, an unbelievable person. He really is. You know, I had a chance to meet him. And uh, Eli, of course, lives in Oxford, has a home in Oxford. So I got to visit with Archie and, and Peyton, you know, a couple of summers. Sure. And you can tell now, Peyton, when when he was working out, sometimes he'd work out in, the, uh, in that indoor he was buttoned up now. He he was focused, and he is uh, he's on top of the game now. As far as uh, you know, knowing uh, coverages, the blitz, the hot people, he was always always just working and teaching, and and especially trying to help little brother. Uh, you you know who the older brother was in that in that scenario. <laughs> that conversation. <laughs> yeah, what a what a uh, what a family. Uh, uh, Walt Coleman joins us now, uh, Houston, and uh, say hey, hello, Houston. Walt. Walt, 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 how you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Walt uh, ga- gave a great story, Houston. That we brought, I didn't tell Peyton we were going to do this, but I said, hey, I got a little surprise. And so, you know, last year it was the having John Gruden on stage uh, uh, with, uh, obviously, with Walt. And uh, having that, that's the first time I think y'all had seen each other in quite a while. And, yeah. of course, that was you know, the tuck rule, Houston. And so that was great to see them on stage to, uh, together. Last year they hugged it up, took pictures, and Gruden yeah. was very nice. But, yeah, he's real nice. <laughs> <laughs> he but, told me it was a fumble about twenty times. <laughs> and then, uh, but yesterday, you tell the story. That, tell Houston what you told uh, the crowd yesterday. Well, well Houston, uh, when I when I uh, retired, you know, over my thirty years in the NFL, I probably worked uh, twenty five thousand players worked their games and so forth. When I retired, I got one congratulatory note about my retirement from a, a player. One, it was Peyton well. Manning. How about that? How about that? Wow! Yeah, so uh, so awesome. so Walt came up I mean, handwritten, and you had you had you actually had the letter showed yeah. everybody. Well, I wanted to make sure and, everybody knew. And, that and I think that meant a lot to to Peyton for you to say that too in front of everybody. Uh, yeah. I mean, that just that shows his upbringing, doesn't it, Houston? I'm, right. You know, that's exactly right. Exactly right. Well, you, well, you know, oh. the uh, uh, there is a section in the hall uh, in Canton, Houston, where it's uh, there's a list of only well, how many have done it? There's seven. There are only I, I said too many yesterday. There's yeah. only seven that have been. They've been NFL referees for more than 30 years, and Walt Coleman's on that list. That is awesome. That's awesome. I remember Walt Danny. You betcha. Uh, it, it, you know, setting the tempo as far as officiating, man, he was he was awesome. So didn't surprise me the success that Walt, Walt had. Well, he used to spend a lot of time at our house, so uh, playing basketball. Yeah, that's and, right. That's right. And eat nice right. cream. And don't forget about them ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Roger, could you imagine if you if you go over to the Coleman house, you know what you're getting. Absolutely. Open up that freezer and there's probably all kind Absolutely. of uh, treats in there. There's always dessert. Hey, hey Bernie Cox, too. You know, I, I played with Walt's brother and Sherb. And and Bernie would have, during two days, would have Sherb. He had to bring boxes over during two days of different assortment of ice cream. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was a, that, that was something that always happened is all oh, the ice cream would show up at Little Rock. Oh, Denver. my God. You know, maybe they need some ice cream over there now, Houston. Oh, Lord. They, they got a new coach and str- struggled out of the gate game one, right? And, and that, game two. And game two, too. Well, much better. It's going it's, it's to take uh, – at some point, to me, you know, Central's got to – I think if Central's back, you know, you do see, I think, football is better in Central Arkansas because of what's happening. You look at Little Rock Christian, a lot of the private schools. And now you got the But also you got Parkview. The, yeah, Parkview. The, the, the Bowling Brothers. Bowling's yeah, that's right. Great job. Yeah, there, so, but. so but, but I think Arkansas will be, be Arkansas will be a better football program in Fayetteville when the Little Rock schools continue yes. to, to produce athletes, which you know that used to. Oh, do I ever? Do I ever? No doubt about it. Um, all right, we'll let you go. Thanks to Reed Medals, and looking forward to to seeing you going to the uh, UVA Hall of Honor this Friday night. And uh, make sure everybody, if you see Houston, yell at him and just say welcome to the game and enjoy that Houston. You know, it's uh, it's time for you to be able to do that. It's been yeah. it's way overdue. Yes, and I hope it's a perfect day for you. Well, I appreciate that. Thank y'all. Yeah, congratulations, right. Houston. Houston, no. Oh, there he is. Yes, thanks to Reed Medals. Yeah, know, how about that? I, I had a feeling that he had because you know when he when he. When he quit coaching at, at Ole Miss, right. the last thing he wanted to do is go up to Fayetteville. You know, it, it's, that's the last thing you want to be in the middle because he was, obviously fans are still, you know, and I'm happy he's at Ole Miss. And so it's taking all this time, and that, it, it's going to be weird for him. I'm just telling you that. It's going to be a weird film, but he'll love it. He'll, I, he'll get a good reception. I think he should. He would get a great reception. You know, he said something about uh, Brian Kelly again, and just uh, it's just another example. He was saying something that he said yeah. pregame. He didn't yeah. understand it, yeah. and then we and he said, "I don't understand what he's talking about. I don't know what he's talking about." That's the same thing is still happening. You know, when he talks about beating the heck out of Florida yeah. State, and then comes back after the ball game and says, "Look, I don't know who our team thought they were. They thought they were going to come out and, and be the two-time uh, defending champion Georgia." I'm going, "Okay, so we're going to see." What happens with this guy? Yeah. I'm not going to push him to the back of my mind now <laughs> and forget about him, but I'm going to see if this guy turns into uh, uh, the coach that they need or if he just keeps uh, digging himself a hole. You know, we've had some Probably. great examples of Arkansas people who have left and yeah and, and come back and you know over a period of time. I mean, Coach Hatfield. I mean, you know, I mean Keith Jackson. That, I mean, yeah, that's true. You know, Those are two good points. So, yeah, so, too, yeah, I mean, we've you know, so I, I think you know, over Houston. I mean, heck. He's he's an Arkansas guy. Yeah, and I think you know I tell you, uh, I think even him doing this show, uh, Walt and Raj, yeah. when you know he did the, he started this while what seven years ago something like that, yeah. eight years ago it gave him a chance to reconnect with fans. I, I think the majority of the fans out there now appreciate what he did. I know yes. he didn't win every game he was supposed to win. I know it didn't always end on the on the best of notes, but he brought some of the best players to ever play on the hill. Brought some of the best wins we've ever had. That's for sure. And, and uh, he loves the state. And uh, I think now I, I think people I think he's enjoying the fact that he could come back there and he was hurt yeah when yeah, he left yeah. i mean he's an arkansas boy he's he's uh, he just is yeah. i mean he was hurt and fans were upset with him i mean it was but that's the way we get his fans yeah that's right we, we're, we're done with you after we've wrung everything out of it we yeah. can that was a hometown boy well then and now we can appreciate we can look yes, back absolutely. and i love the fact he's going in with uh with felix jones one of the great uh yeah. running backs of all yeah, time they had some there. running backs oh back my then, gosh they didn't have just d-mac they didn't have Felix, just Felix Jones. They had Peyton Hillis, too. Yeah, that's Good mean. grief. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Peyton Hillis will be speaking at the Touchdown Club, Roger. I, I can't wait for that meeting. I yeah. think that's going to be very interesting talking yeah. about. I don't think he's done an interview since he did, uh, who's the guy on, on Good Morning America? Uh, Michael Strahan. Yeah. I don't think he's done an uh, interview since then, so looking forward to uh, having him on. Uh, when we come back, Roger, we're going to announce one of our first NIL players that we're going to have on. We, you know, I told you we're working towards three. We can announce one today. So okay. we'll do that when we come back. If you got a question for Walt, it's already out there. I've already got a rule I want to throw at you okay. that happened over the weekend. Uh, and I remember even the announcers were saying, I think it was uh, it was Clemson. It was Clemson. Well, I got uh, Trey Shapp sent me a text asking me a question. Okay. Uh, and so I've got and of course, a response Roger, for that for him. Josh doesn't know that when Walt gets here, do we have a, you make the call today? <laughs> yes, we do. Boom. Boom. Awesome. We're also going to play Family Feud yeah, with Walt Coleman today. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. First time back in the studio. You're darn right. Make me feel like a fool. Again. No, not uh, even close to that. And we'll figure out what we got. I do want to thank Sigma Supply. Uh, oh, we saw uh, Scott Hamby yesterday. Yeah, yeah. JD. You John saw Dale. Saw yeah. I thanked him for the oh, uh, sponsorship again. So. I'm telling you. Yeah, was, everybody was there. I know. It was I the mean, place right. to be. I mean, it, was. it was. It was. I mean, it was probably there. There's more people in that room in some small towns in Arkansas. Yeah, that's right. All right, uh, 7.30 here, Morning Mayhem. Sunshine, I got rain. Oh, then I saw her face.
Brought to you by the Big Car and Truck Show Saturday at Good Sell Truck Accessories. Food, fun, music, and lots of awesome show cars. It's all Saturday, 9 to 3 at Good Sell Truck Accessories. Exit 8 in Jacksonville. This is SportsCenter. The first updated edition of the Top 25 is out for the Associated Press. Georgia is still number one. Michigan is still number two. Alabama is up one spot to number three. The Florida State Seminoles check in at the top five. They're up four spots. They also received three first place votes. Ohio State is down two spots after a sloppy performance where they are now fifth. Biggest movers inside the Top 25, the Clemson Tigers fell 16 spots from number nine all the way down to number 25. The LSU Tigers jumped from number 5 in the country down to number 14 in the country. And no surprises here. A couple new teams enter the poll. The Duke Blue Devils, fresh off their upset of Clemson, are at number 21. And the Colorado Buffaloes are number 22 after beating TCU in Fort Worth. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Weather from the Fletcher Weather Center with Channel 7's Melinda Mayo. A couple more hot days in the 90s before some relief for Friday and the weekend. 96 this afternoon. A 30% chance of a few scattered showers and thunderstorms. One round early, another round in the afternoon hours. From the Channel 7 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Melinda Mayo. Fletcher Dodge wants to buy your car. We'll buy any make or model, and we'll pay you more than anyone else. Please, turn your old car into cash at Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood. What's up, everyone? It's Christian Weaver for The Zone. If you missed our interview with Peyton Manning or his comments to the club, you can find them wherever you listen to your podcasts. Wednesday, the guys will be back in studio. We'll have Joe Quine and Coach Kevin Kelly in studio talking about the weekend that was and football for the upcoming weekend. We'll have entertainment, birthdays, what the hell, and so much more. Listen to The Zone Wednesday. It's where sports and entertainment come crashing together. Hey folks, it's David Basil out here at Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. September is here and you know what that means. Razorback football and Ram power days. If you need a truck, go see my friends at Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. They've got the best deals in the state on new Rams and they'll treat you right. No games, no gimmicks. You'll get Frank Fletcher's best deal right up front and they'll give you more for your trade. You see, Frank Fletcher doesn't want to just sell you a car. He wants to be your dealer for life. If you want to do that, you have to listen to the customer so you'll know what they want. Then you give them what they want without any hassle or stress. That's the secret of Fletcher Dodge's success. They listen to you and they treat you right without any hassles or headaches. Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood has a great selection of new Dodge Chrysler Jeep and Rams, plus Frank Fletcher's low prices. Shop Fletcher Dodge before you buy anywhere else. So for the best selection, lowest prices, and best buying experience, go see my friends at Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood, or you can shop online at FletcherDeals.com. Fresh off their summer lineup of convertible sports cars, for September, Saracen is giving away the king of luxury pickups, Toyota's new Tundra Capstone from Trotter Toyota. The Tundra Capstone is the ultimate in luxurious trucks, and it can be yours just for playing your favorite games at Saracen Casino Resort. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, one of Arkansas's leaders in hay equipment. They handle a full line of Kubota tractors and hay tools, as well as Vermeer hay products. 501-268-1987. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, your hometown dealer no matter where you live. If you haven't stopped by Arch Marine lately, you are literally missing the boat. And no boat is complete without a Tahatsu motor. Arch Marine in North Little Rock has them ranging from 3.5 to 140 horsepower. That's Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Take the Levy exit. Are you having a hard time getting in on the show? Well, just do what the kids are doing these days. Text us at 661-1037. Welcome back to Morning Mayhem, live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Good morning, J.M. Did somebody say Mount Rushmore of Arkansans? Hello, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's now time to talk with legendary NFL referee Walt Coleman. Brought to you by Sigma Supply Packaging Products. Sigma Supply are leaders in packaging solutions with equipment, supplies, and best of all, service. Online at SigmaSupply.com. And remember, if you're not using Sigma Supply, you, you got, got low-grade product, man. Uh, one more thing on the Touchdown Club yesterday. Walt was talking during the break, uh, and he's right, Roger. I mean, how many places do you go in there, you see the governor, lieutenant governor, a congressman, uh, the probably the wealthiest guy in this in this part of the state, Warren Stevens, and obviously his right hand man, Warren Simpson, and then you got somebody who's wearing a, a, a Colts jersey and a shorts, shorts, shorts and a yeah, yes, shorts I mean it's just a complete yeah, it's just everybody and uh, it was that's what I love. So, you know, somebody said Roger at the uh, I don't know who said it. We had the uh, the press conference announcing the lineup. You know, this 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 club is really about bringing community together. I love that. I love that you can put thirteen hundred people and they're all different. But they all, you know, love the game of football, and and, and uh, you know, as you mentioned, we really didn't talk a whole lot of football. No, Rogers, you know, the four and zero. We we talked about his record against Arkansas, but really it was about all the other things about Peyton. Yeah, you know? just the, the person. Yeah, Peyton, and you person. you said during the break, you said, hey, he wasn't that way in the field no, ever, oh, no. ever. No, no, no. He, he I didn't mean, joke around at all. He's a great entertainer, and yeah. he's funny, and also, but on the field, there was none of that. I mean, he was focused. I mean, he was calling the play. He he would drive you crazy because Indianapolis, they would line up on the line of scrimmage immediately. And then he would do all that Omaha and st- so forth. And y- you had to focus the whole time. And the play clock would be running down. And you didn't know when <laughs> when he was going to snap the ball. And then he would always snap it like at one second left on that play clock. Yeah. And it just would drive you crazy because you had to be prepared. <laughs> prepared because he could have snapped it with 25 that, seconds right. left on the play clock. And that's what he did. And it was that way the whole game. Very, very difficult because of the way he was and the way he managed the game and was able to change the plays at the last minute. And, Roger, the, uh, we did show uh, a clip from, I guess it was against the Chargers, where he said Omaha 44 yeah. times. And you don't realize it until you put clip, 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 clip how often he said it. Did, did you? And I guess, did you guys ever joke about that? Well, as, as a, I mean, we just we just knew, knew it was. But it's just part of the, you know, it's but, just part of the game and yeah. so forth. But I thought it was interesting when he made the comment about the microphones. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, it made it come across. Because, you know, they did. Made it louder for those that was missed yesterday. Because, you know, when they started putting mics on the centers so they could hear the snap count. Yep. You know, because that's what they started doing. They that's would, funny, They yeah. would put a mic on the umpire uh, when he was behind the linebackers. But then when they moved him, they started putting mics on the center so that you can, you know, so you could hear the snap counts and get that, those sounds of the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, that was a couple. Peyton, Peyton said he didn't like that. He's no, not going to get the defense. That it with Ray Lewis. That, you know, he's talking about Ray Lewis slamming <laughs> yeah. him down. Yeah. yeah, well, Ray Lewis was... <laughs> he was able to do that. You know, he also did something, and, and on the uh, uh, Southern Structural Solutions uh, uh, text line, there is a... Uh, a uh, 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 caller, listener, friend who says, "Did y'all catch the shot Peyton took at defensive players yesterday?" Yeah, what did he that say? That was a great well, yeah, shot. Well, I can't remember. Oh, what he they, said. You guys weren't smart. Yeah, you know, yeah. and, and, and it was that <laughs> yeah. sort of thing. I think it was when he was talking about Omaha, and that's about he right. Did. Yeah, he yeah, took yeah. a shot. They, you didn't need any any extra help. You that's guys right. Catch that's it. Right. He can do that now. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, was uh, I was going to ask you about this one call. It was in the Clemson game. Clemson's trying to get back in the game in the fourth quarter. <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, fourth down. And they're running, and uh, the quarterback starts to slide. As he slides, the defensive player comes up and and hits him in the helmet. And so um, it was a they threw a flag, and so you presume it would be a first down for Clemson. But what they ruled was that as he was sliding, he goes down, and then it becomes a dead ball foul, and they give the ball back to Duke. Give the ball over to Duke, and then they give, and then they penalize Duke on that play. And all the announcers are going, "Well, that well, that means you don't you don't really suffer anything, you know. You you really he was in he was running and sliding down as part of that play. But they but they the the rule the, the referees on the field said it became a dead ball once he slid. Do you agree with that? Is you that correct? make the call. Well, the the problem was it was fourth down. I guess it was fourth. It might have been third or fourth. I'm okay, just saying well, it's fourth. Well, Does that make a difference? To me, to me, that that would make a difference. Because, I guess no, it had to be fourth down. It had because to be fourth it down. Was, so what they're saying is it's fourth down, so he, he gives himself up, so he's down short of the line to gain, and the play's over. Now you have the penalty. Well, you 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 didn't make the line to gain, and the, it's a dead ball. But okay, let me ask you: but, is is that is that is it a dead ball? If while he's going down, now he, now here's the deal: he's sli- as he's going down, he gets hit. It's part of the play. My my, 
Does that make sense? In other words, well, he, 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 I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah. In, in the NFL, that would not be considered a dead ball foul. It would, it would be part of the play. It would be. It would be part. That yeah. would be part of the play. Okay, that's what and, I thought. Too. And I think that you know, common sense tells you that it should be part of the play. But if you if you're technical, yeah. If you're technical, I get it. He, I, I get it. When you really down, the play is over, and if you have a foul after that, it's a dead ball foul, and the ball has already gone over. So the defense is going to get the ball with a 15 yard penalty. But the reality is that's so, happening at once. He's he's sliding down and getting hit. At yes, it's all happening I, I at the same time. Yeah. I think that should all be part of the yeah, play. I, I agree. They should they shouldn't have worked it that way. Uh, but you know that comes back to you know yeah. you know how how you but technically. Technically, they probably did it right, but I'm not sure that that's the. You make the call. I love hearing that. It's back. You make the call. So uh, did you? you so either you got to throw one out, or you got to Trey Chapman. What you got to well, do? Well, I have two. I mean, okay. I have one. For, I have the one that Trey asked me. All right, hold on. Let me make it official. Sigma Supply Packaging Products presents. You make the call. Okay, Walter. Okay, so the the question that Trey asked was about knee pads. Okay, of course Trey would. Did you see the guy? From, was it Florida that had basically it was Samantha? Ask all about to, to that. The, he yeah, just had on the long pants, it's no like, pants. Tra- he, sh- he cut his pants. He's off. like mid thigh. Well, this yeah. was this was the get uh, one of the games that was on Thursday that Trey was watching. Anyway, so he asked about knee pads. Yep. Mm-hmm. In fact, it, it, you know, the college guys have to wear knee pads. Mm-hmm. Well, I knew the NFL answer. The NFL answer uh, well, is... I knew is his that, man. Uh, yeah, he, he didn't. The NFL, you ha- you have to have knee pads, and they must cover the knee. In the NFL? In the NFL. Well, what are now, what? now, let me tell you what the college rule book says. Yeah. The college rule book says that you have to have knee pads... And they strongly recommend that they cover the knee. So that's it. You get oh, nice. it. You have the out. So that's it. So they <laughs> have, have the a out. knee pad in there, but they have them so short. Right. What, what about what about like, thigh? They're what about like thigh? shorts. What about you have thigh? to have thigh pads. Well, but Rocket Ishmael, he he didn't. I believe that's true. He didn't wear pads. Well, Roger, if you would see this but guy, that, NF, that was NFL. So, but if you would see this this picture, Josh, I don't know if we can find about the guy it. Where he cut well, his some shorts? of the kickers is like shorts. He didn't even have thigh pads. I don't. Well, think I he, saw yeah, that. I mean, I, and I think that's that oh, should I be. I saw one with thigh pads. I think because because Samantha noticed it right off. You can see him. He like, had it's on, silly. You look like you're you playing in shorts. Is what exactly is it? Right. What, what do you call those? Yo- whatever those yoga pants where he had on. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? You have the long sleeve. If you'll notice in their pants, there is a knee pad. But it's way up above their. This, it's this, way well, above I'm telling you, this it's one. It's way above yeah. above their knees. You know, so, here's the. I don't know. Listen, I used to have. Of course, I was a linebacker. Mm. My knees would get just pounded by helmets to the knees. I yeah, mean, yeah, and yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah. know how. Maybe yeah. different game. The receivers. Too. There's a there were a lot of the receivers. They're they're even for Arkansas. Their knee pads did not cover their knees. Have you ever had thigh bruise before? Yeah. Roger, what they do when you get a thigh bruise, you get that helmet and, and it and you're done because you 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 it. It's a deep thigh bruise, and you limp, and your leg swells up, and it's. And I just don't think how these guys, how are these guys not getting hit in the legs at all? I don't know. I, maybe the game's changed enough. The other work. interesting thing is in the National Football League, they have a equipment guy, who's a retired player, and he goes around before the game, and he he looks at the players and makes sure that they're dressed correctly, mm-hmm. and he turns that list in to the equipment guy. Interesting. After warmups, and then they check them when they come out, and if they're not dressed. Properly, they notify the team, but they also they also find the players for not wearing their equipment correctly. Now, obviously, that didn't go on in college. All right, now, 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 now tell me though, Walt. I mean, Rocket Ishmael. When he, I, he, we have to, have to Google that. I don't remember. He, he didn't wear pads because it's well. Funny. It sounds like he well, had. What I'm pads. saying, yeah. but I'm telling you, he might have had. He might have had. Uh, he might have had uh, tissue in there. You I'm know, telling you, they check it, right? You guys check it. Well, they, they look. To look. At the, they, yes, they, do, they look at that kind of stuff. But you know, was Rocket the one who kept saying um, when it came to touchdown? You know, no, well, it, 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 am Rocket. I getting that wrong? I don't know. Yes, when I was in the when I was in the league, Jerry Rice, he used to wear. He wanted to wear sweatbands around his ankles. What? I don't know why. But that's not you, you can't do that. <laughs> well, yeah, so I he would come out in warm ups with sweatbands around his ankles, and we would have to. This was back when their officials had to talk to him about equipment. Right. I'd have to go over and tell Jerry. Wow. To take off those what did he say? Well, of course. Well, you know, well, you can imagine what he'd say. Look at you, <laughs> yeah. you know, Jerry Rice. Yeah. He's he Jerry Rice. Well, listen, you got a guy coming in the touchdown club who wore that headband that had he everything did. on. What about was that legal? I guess the headbands are legal. But but he had a message. But he had a message. He had a message. You you can't. They can't do that. Messages. Why yeah, do you have to run out of the, the stadium? Message, not the not the sweatband. Did you did you call? You didn't call McMahon. No, he yeah, was, he was before you. That's no, right. I think. 
Barely, well, he, barely. No, he, well, I, I had Dan Hampton, and I think well, so the, you might have so had, had him for, one, or two for years. one or two seasons. By the way, so Tony Dorsett next week at the Touchdown Club will be at the Marriott next week, but uh, obviously a Heisman Trophy winner, one of the greatest Cowboys to ever play, one of the greatest NFL players. He, he's, he's got a gold jacket. So that's uh, next week. Go to uh, lrtouchdown.com if you want to register for that. Uh, Raj, too, we're going to play Family Feud with Walt after yeah. eight. What do we have? Do we have any Razorback tickets up in Fayetteville <laughs> or just here? Oh, no. We've got Travis tickets. <laughs> they got Travis tickets, baby. You know what? Here's the thing. I, I got something. And that's fantastic. You can have that, that as well. There's a no-brainer. On the way up or back yeah. from the game this week, you got to stop at exit 108 and stop at Elias. Yeah. Walt, you need to do that. Have you done that? I uh, know. When you go up there, if you're going to stop at exit 108 in Moralton and go to Elias, I'll set it up for you. Let me do that, Walt. Are you? Well, uh, I'm not going yet. I say, well, are you going to the game this weekend? Or I know. You, go, you went to War Memorial this weekend. You you know, I was at, yes, I was at the game. It was nice and cool. All right. If you want to be a part of the show, you can call or text at 661-1037. We'll check our text message here in just a minute. 745, Walt Coleman's in the house. Hey, it's David Basil for Jones & Son Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry, and I've got great news if you and your significant other are looking for engagement rings. Some of the most popular engagement rings in the world from Viragio will be in Little Rock for two days only, September 15th and 16th at Jones & Son. Viragio is the creator of the world-famous power brand of rings, and they're bringing this exclusive Viragio event direct from New York to Little Rock. Jones & Son invites you to see, touch, and dream with the entire collection of Viragio engagement rings right at your fingertips. But here's Here's the deal. Space is limited, so you need to book your appointment today by calling 855-901-RING. That's 855-901-RING, or you can go to jonesandson.com. Viragio has a full selection of men's and ladies' wedding bands and several collections of engagement rings to choose from. There's something for everyone. Jones & Son is located at 11121 Rodney Parham Road, and they've been there for 35 years. Same address, same phone number for over three decades. Jones & Son, diamond and bridal fine jewelry in West Little Rock. Greenway is your local source for John Deere equipment and implements. Now, we've made finding the perfect piece of equipment even easier. Shop our tractor packages online at GoGreenway.com. Till deeper with our down-to-earth package. Or save big with our Green Saver package. Need something with a little more muscle? Kick it up a notch with Greenway's Get In Gear package. We're here to support the DIYer in you. No matter what project comes your way, Greenway has you covered. Bank OZK has always strived for excellence. During every economic storm, through every season of hardship, and despite every obstacle, we've reached for greater. Because we know to achieve excellence, you've got to keep pushing, keep building, keep growing, and just keep going. At Bank OZK, we're reaching for greater heights so you can be greater than you can imagine. Visit a branch or OZK.com today. Bank OZK. Greater awaits. Member FDIC. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See shelter agent Paul Killingsworth in Cabot, Jonathan Stone in Lone Oak, or Stephen Reeser in Jacksonville today. Fort Thompson's in Sherwood is paying your sales tax two days only, September 8th and 9th. Everything included. Guns, clothes, waiters, booths, stands, decoys. Get ready for hunting season at Fort Thompson's in Sherwood. Visit ftthompson.com. <laughs> Listen to The Zone every Tuesday for Quint Kong. Brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, Farm Brothers Flying Service has been providing crop dusting services to the farmers in southeast Arkansas. And they can help you too. Call 870-263-1300. Roger Scott for Family Markets. Are you tired of the same old grocery store experience? Then it's time to switch things up and shop at the neighborhood family markets in Pangburn, Malvern, and Shannon Hills. Our stores offer a unique shopping experience where we know our customers by name and offer a wide selection of fresh, locally sourced meats and produce. And you can even grab you a hot cup of community coffee while you're there. On selected items, you can mix and match any five items for only $24.99. And if you're a Valero Gasoline customer, store points on your Family Markets reward card and 
redeem them at the pump to lower your price per gallon at select stores. At your neighborhood family markets, we're committed to providing a personalized shopping experience that's focused on our customers. So come on down and see why we're the best choice for your grocery needs. With fresh food, great deals, and friendly service, we're sure you're going to love shopping at the neighborhood family markets. So come on, stop by today and check us out. We're the family markets with stores located in Pangburn, Malvern, and Shannon Hills. The way grocery shopping is supposed to be. Family Markets. Hi, I'm Trey Reed from the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, inviting you to join me every Wednesday morning for the latest news from the great outdoors. It's brought to you by Arts Marine in North Little Rock, now under new ownership, but with the same familiar faces and incredible service you've known for years, plus the area's best selection of boating parts and supplies. You can take the mayhem wherever you go. Just search Morning Mayhem wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to Morning Mayhem, live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Josh Neighbors, everybody. Hey, Josh. Hey, Josh. It's not on my end, you idiot. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's some good stink right there. 751. Sookie. Hey, uh, we want to announce uh, our first NIL call of the uh, of the year, Roger. Uh, and it's going to be sponsored by our friend Joy down at Whitehall Fresh Market. Obviously, he's in Sheridan, too. Uh, big six foot seven, Landon Jackson, defensive end for the Hogs. We'll be hey! calling us each week. Uh, we may hook up with him tomorrow or Friday. Uh, but thanks to Joy and, and Whitehall Fresh Market. He's the guy, uh, Walt, as you know, a Louisiana kid. Uh, that we got the transfer portal from LSU, and he put on about 30, 40 pounds. So uh, reminds you of sort of Dan Hampton type a little bit, but uh, hopefully he'll have a great productive uh, season. Yeah, he's a pretty good size. Uh, yeah, I was sitting down close to the field at the game, and seems yeah, like he, it. Yeah, he stands out. Yeah, he does. He does. He does. He does stand out uh, for sure. But anyway, we're looking forward to having him, and we'll, we've, I think we've got two more coming down the pipe. Roger, you did find the confirmation. It was Rocket Ismail, yeah, the person you were I talking about. I knew what about. I was talking about. And Walt, you can uh, you can tell me if the, if, if things have changed. This is from an article. Uh, uh, from the uh, from Ray Buck and Knight Rider newspapers, this Wichita Falls, Texas, two thousand and one, and I knew Rocket had done this. Ishmael's lower body is hardly protected. No hip pads, no thigh pads, no knee pads. Uh, even after uh, this surgery, he took all those things away because he didn't. He wanted as little resistance as possible, and I knew he did that. But, and this was with the Cowboys. so it's amazing how he was able to get away with that. Yeah, and I think what changed over this period of time is is in the rule book it said you had to have thigh pads, knee pads. But it didn't say what size they had to be. So, so long, if you had a, a sure. piece of toilet yeah. paper in there, yeah. he was able. They were able to skirt cons- the rules. Yeah, they, they they were using the terminology to gotcha. change the rules, and they they've adjusted that. Obviously, because injuries have become uh, bigger and bigger well, and bigger. What's so. amazing is you know he's a receiver that yeah. gets hit. Yeah. And, and, and special teams. I mean, yeah. he's running he's, his he's well. running down there, and you get helmets to the leg. And like, how in the heck does he the... just thought? I, I can't let well, you. Well, it's just, me. just a, a miracle he didn't get you know thigh bruises well, every you know, week. The same way with shoulder pads. You know, the difference in shoulder pads that an offensive lineman wears and a quarterback wears is unbelievable. Quarterbacks yeah. they, they wear these little bitty, yeah. little bitty shoulder yeah. pads yeah. because it not so. So that's kind of what goes on with some of these other pads. Yeah. They, yeah. they take advantage of the rules, and they've they've focused on it more. And I don't think you see as much of that now as what you used to. Got a little uh, family feud coming up after eight. If you want to play and get uh, have a meal at uh, Elias, uh, we'll get that after eight. Real quick, throw out one more uh, one more call for us if we can. Uh, okay, this, uh, uh, so break here. so here we go. Um, we have so many passes uh, today, so this is a play. Uh, so. Uh, the quarterback drops back to pass. Mahomes start, drops back to pass. He starts to scramble. He comes up to the line of scrimmage, goes across the line, comes back around, comes back behind comes the line, comes back behind the line, and throws the ball down the field. His receivers, his receivers, getting ready to catch the ball. The defensive player goes through the back of the receiver. Good lord! And the ball falls incomplete. Okay, you got to start over. <laughs> so anyway, so the, so the ball falls incomplete. Uh, so, so Mahomes crosses the line, comes back behind the line, throws the pass. The defensive guy goes through the receiver and knocks the ball down, and the ball falls incomplete. So what do we have? You make the call. 661-1037. Josh, do you college, have any idea? Don't, don't blur. The college in the NFL. College in the NFL or either one? I, I won't, well, I... Are the two different rules or the same rules? They're not the same. They're not the same. They're not, not the, the same. same. Oh, well, I know at least one of them is. <laughs> you know the college or the NFL rule? I'm not sure. Okay. I, I, I'm not <laughs> Roger, do you know it? I didn't even follow the question. <laughs> 661-1037. One more time. Okay. 
Mahomes scrambles around, comes up, crosses the line of scrimmage, crosses the line of but scrimmage, then goes back behind the line back of scrimmage, around behind the line of scrimmage, and throws a pass downfield to his receiver. Defensive back goes through the receiver before the ball gets there and knocks the ball down. Wait, the defensive the back goes through yeah, the receiver. Yeah, it means, it, it means he hits him before the ball. You're gets saying there. he hit him? Yeah. Hit him before the ball yeah, before the ball gets yeah. there, yes. and it goes okay. And what do you want to know? I want to know what what the ruling. What's the ruling? Jeff, are you there? Yeah, this is just a guess, and that was a lot of information, man. It's too early for all that information. All right, hold on, on, hold on, hold on. You make the call. I got to do that. Go ahead. Well, you're you're on, illegal Jeffrey. For, I'm going to say illegal forward pass as he went back and then threw it forward. That's just a guess. He just yeah, says it, that it out stops that. there. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah, yeah. matter what happens. Is that incorrect or correct? Well, it depends on which set of rules. Okay, you, so you want to get, does he get one of them right? Maybe the college one right? Is that one of, one of them's right? Uh yes. Okay. Okay. So you, Jeff, you got the college one right. So so in college, if it's a that's illegal forward pass, you can't go back. You can't yeah. do that. That makes it an illegal forward so pass. Just, it doesn't matter what happens in the secondary. It doesn't matter what happens downfield. Okay. So that's the initial that's, call. That's that's the college. So Jeff, we'll give Jeff credit for this one. No, we'll, he's got it. Absolutely. Yeah. You, yeah, want, you, co- got, you want well, Jeff? Well, way to go. Go to work and let him know well, you. Yeah. We're gonna let him do it. We'll get, we'll get the alias. <laughs> Yeah, it was, well, I thought that was Family Feud. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. No, I did. I just well, I almost gave him maybe twice. We can. <laughs> uh, I'll go ahead and finish the second Okay. The NFL rule is that long as the ball is thrown from behind the line of scrimmage, whether it's legal or illegal, the defensive pass interference is still on. So you would have an illegal forward pass in the NFL, but you would also have defensive pass interference. Offsetting. So you would have offsetting penalties and you replay the down. Now, why? why is that? Because that's what the rule book says. <laughs> Why can't I speed? I think it's. I think the main reason Thanks, is Jeff. Because, Good job, Jeff. Appreciate it, buddy. Because the defensive backs uh, don't necessarily know that the guy's been across the line, so they should be playing it as if uh. it's a re- a legal forward pass. And so that's that's why they they still have it to be defensive pass interference. See, if you're a guy out there and you've got your wife in your car, you call in and get that answer. It looks very impressive. Oh, honey, true. I know the rules of the game. That's, that's right. the way it works. Yeah, honey, please roll down the window. There's a lot of testosterone <laughs> smell in here. Uh, outstanding. So we'll have this uh, throughout the year uh, yeah, with, with Walt. Looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah, some of these, you're, Roger's right, you're sort of trying to you know follow you. It can get... Well, you, know, you got to be a really smart guy to be a referee, man. A lot of times you try to use common sense, <laughs> yes. and common Stop sense doesn't that. work. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly it's like what you right. talk about on this play where the guy gets hit, you know, when he yeah. flies. Common yeah. sense tells you it ought to be on the play. So, Josh, yeah. the way this works is if there's a controversial call and it involves a Razorbacks, it means we're going to be, that's the first thing that Walt's going to have to deal yeah, he gets with. Call. He gets or he doesn't even have to wait till the show. You'll sometimes get one I have to deal with it on during, Monday. During the game, that's yeah, right. You have to get you on the show Monday. We're not waiting. Absolutely. That's why we're glad to have Sigma Supply sponsor you. Again, Absolutely. Uh, and uh, also, if you want to be a part of the show, we'll check messages now. Six six four one zero three seven. We need a contestant uh, for Family Feud. You don't have Justin Moore here to help you today, Walt. Uh, no, I'm in trouble. No, listen, I, you I, can do it. This Walt. is when I need Justin. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> All right, it's uh, eight o'clock here, morning mayhem. off their summer lineup of convertible sports cars. For September, Saracen is giving away the king of luxury pickups, Toyota's new Tundra Capstone from Trotter Toyota. The Tundra Capstone is the ultimate in luxurious trucks, and it can be yours just for playing your favorite games at Saracen Casino Resort. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place